Coming to you from the brilliant minds of Hipster at Home, you're listening to We Should Start a Band, a podcast about the trials and tribulations of being suitably hipster. Welcome back to We Should Start a Band, a podcast where we're not experts, we're just highly opinionated. I'm Cold Brew Kombucha, and today I'm joined by Heritage Avocado Toast and Retro Denim Jacket. Today, we're going to be fetching some opinions about pets, batting them around, and then inevitably losing interest or having them disappear under the sofa. <laughs> we don't have any follow-ups today because we don't remember if we had any follow-ups from the last podcast, <laughs> but we will check and come back to you. <laughs> we'll get there Too eventually. Too much effort to play the, play the end of the last one. I do take notes when I'm editing. But then when I'm listening through when it's actually posted, I forget to take notes. So unless I check my editing notes, I sometimes miss them. Yeah, I've been listening in the car lately, and it's frowned upon to take notes and drive. So Yeah, I suppose (laughs) so. You don't have a driverless car yet? No, no Tesla for me. (laughs) I guess to kick it off, before the episode started, we each took the same quiz to see which pet we should own. And later in the episode, we'll be revealing those answers. Um, but, um, <laughs> is that better for you did that work did i do it right so for the listeners um one of the things that we've noticed when editing our podcast is that we're all really bad about leaning away from the microphone to drink whatever beverage we have on hand so heritage avocado toast has just done the most dramatic lean away from the microphone so that he could drink his drink. I don't know what you're talking about. That's how I always drink. <laughs> it was a backbend worthy of the Olympics. It was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was... Definitely something. <laughs> don't lean, lean sip shame me. <laughs> um, but as I was saying, prior to starting the podcast, we each took the same quiz to see what pet we should own. And we'll be revealing that later in the podcast, so stick around. But I guess it's quite clear from previous episodes that we all own cats. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually which pet we are, not which one we should own. Oh, is it which one we should? I didn't read it the title. It is, in fact, which one you are. Oh! <laughs> Fine print. <laughs> Schmine print. Yeah. I just click buttons. <laughs> I'm just mad that there was a quiz in the middle of the quiz that distracted me from the quiz. Yeah. That was that was odd. I thought that was part of the quiz. Yeah. And then it literally says, this is not part of the quiz. Once again. Yeah, I read that and then didn't believe it. <laughs> I just clicked buttons. Also, it told me that I'm angry. It told me I'm bored, I think. Yeah, I got angry. Okay. 100% angry. (laughs) Well, now I don't know because I didn't actually read it. I just got mad. I actually, it made me angry about the concept of, oh, well, this is, I don't know what it's done. No, I think it's telling you how other people feel. Yeah, I don't understand this at all. So apparently a lot of other people are excited and cheeky. I said relaxed, but that no zero percent. So not even my results counted. Apparently, yeah. What does well, say? A hundred percent angry. Then there's nothing in the other categories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you were supposed to choose other questions along with it. So maybe it decided you're just an angry person. Apparently. <laughs> so is this my breakdown then? That I'm excited 
angry, cheeky, loved, and worried. Probably. I have no idea. Well, because I've got that many personalities, no wonder I'm worried. <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> Let's click the what is this. Don't lose your results. I love that the first 10 minutes of our podcast are dedicated to... <laughs> To trying to work we out what this non-quiz quiz was. I think it's them trying to gauge, like, uh, who who is coming to the website, how old you are, what gender. Just general stats, nothing um, personal. Oh, yeah. I did notice that when it asked your age, apparently everyone is between the ages of 6 and 17. Well, I mean, it's it's not a website aimed towards the uh, post-Watershed audience. <laughs> it's a children's website <laughs> <laughs> for figuring out which pet you are, so... Way, they're fun. I do enjoy a good quiz. I love a good online quiz. Look, I would quite happily go to a restaurant and get the color in, the picture of the of the elephant, do the word search, and the maze. I would rather do that than talk to most of my dinner friends. Hey, last time we went to a restaurant with the Cardiff crew, I enjoyed coloring with the younger members of our, our lunch brigade. Hmm. Yeah, I don't understand why it's so acceptable for kids to color and not adults. Because I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I focus more when I'm doing other things. So mm-hmm. despite the fact that I may not be as chatty as I normally would, I'm actually retaining the information that you're saying. Yeah, I doodle during meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a- more effective at eating spaghetti when I'm coloring in. Well, that's still multitasking. While having a meeting, I assume. No, I'm still at the restaurant. Oh, well, fine. The word search is the best. I personally liked the way she had appro- she had approached the maze, which was to heck with these walls. <laughs> walls are overrated. You're supposed to <laughs> knock them down. Work smarter, not longer. She's a she's a problem solver. I love that. That's the kind of energy I want to bring into my life. <laughs> I don't know if it was a Bill Gates quote or it's just a random quote from someone. They said, "I'm always going to give the hardest problem to the laziest person in the office because they'll find out the easiest way to do it." That's brilliant. Yeah. That's absolutely brilliant. Kind of hoping it's not Bill Gates, though. Well, it could have been said by, you know how the internet works. I think it was actually an Abraham Lincoln quote. <laughs> um, well, okay. So, research department has discovered that Bill Gates is often credited with the quote. But... But it apparently came from Frank B. Gilbreth Sr. And I'm not going to look up who that is, because the name's enough. Well, there you go. So, it wasn't Bill Gates, apparently. If our one source... Is to be believed. Hey, I think that's on par with Marie Antoinette never saying let them eat cake. So Yeah. Yeah. She's totally like definitely the glazed donuts. <laughs> let them eat donuts. <laughs> I love a good donut. Yeah, but cut a hole out of the middle. We don't want to give the peasants everything. Hold a little back. You got to sell those separately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At a markup. Mm-hmm. Twice the profit. Because it takes more manpower to punch the hole out than to just serve it regular. Do love donut holes. You're a donut I, hole. I, yeah. We made beignets this weekend. Ooh, how'd that go? Well, we made baked ones. Oh, okay. So they were tasty. They were bread rolls. But they were severely missing the whole fried and fat thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were fine. Once you toss them in butter yeah. and sugar, they were fine. Yeah. The whole point of a beignet is a lot of the oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The texture was all off. Mm. But they were okay. They were healthy. They were healthier. I mean, they were tasty, though. I do enjoy baked donuts. I do have a donut pan for baking them. I don't think that much, as long as you're doing the recipe right, I don't think that, that there is that much lost in the frying versus baking process. Yeah. I think that's better for like a cake donut. This, 
I mean, it, they got the yeasty bit. They had the right interior, mm-hmm. but it was the outside bit that just didn't get. The, it's the difference between the frying and the baking yep. for the crust. Yeah. So they definitely had the right spongy interior for a beignet. They just had a roll-like consistency on the outside versus that fried donutty mm. consistency. But yeah, but the powdered sugar and the butter, they were fine. The combination of me trying to butter them and then powdered sugar them has resulted in uh, now a powdered sugar box that no one can pick up because it is greasy as heck. So it's like greased pig territory. (laughs) It just keeps falling out of your hands. So it's like whole kitchen covered in powdered sugar because you were just chasing it around. Actually, that's not too bad. Um, we got two two of, two bowls and we numbered them one and three. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think uh, doing a hard turnaround transition back to today's topic. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> I think the household pet that is most likely to eat a vignette or steal one, probably a dog. So why don't we start with household dogs? You obviously have not lived with my cat, but yes, I'm here for starting with dogs. Most likely. Yeah, I was going to say, quite a few cats will eat baked goods, but not all cats, whereas pretty much all dogs will eat a baked good. That's true. It's true. And they're more likely to take a whole loaf of bread or the whole tray of beignets. Yeah. Yeah, you once had to fight a loaf of bread out from my parents' dog's mouth. I don't technically know if I won that battle. Um, I do remember <laughs> I made it to work and the dog did not choke on plastic, so I must have won. <laughs> there we go. I think I had to call your dad, though, because I needed like a command or something to yeah. get the dog to release. So he was, he was house-sitting and dog-sitting for us while we were in Germany, and you did end up having to call my dad i think so because you could not get the dog and this was a newfoundland so big dog um could not get him to release he had a full loaf of bread he was quite friendly about it there was no aggression there was no danger he just he had the loaf of bread and i I couldn't coax it out of him or pry it because if i ripped it he'd just swallow the back half of the loaf with all the plastic so i didn't want to just rip it so i was kind of stuck well and i have pet sitted am pet sitting and was a dog walker now for quite some time and quite frankly as far as releasing things it does not matter the size of the dog no they will not let go unless you have some kind of command for it he was never he wasn't an aggressive dog but he had in his head that if he didn't make eye contact with you he didn't have to listen to you Mm -hmm. yeah that's what was happening so yeah you he just wouldn't look and you would have to grab his face and make him make eye contact with you but even then he could roll his eyes quite impressively to not look at you what a guy yeah the nice thing about newfoundlands is you can literally pry something out of their mouth they're not gonna fight you or bite you or anything basically they will just give up when they realize they've lost the battle <laughs> so <laughs> your heart's not in and i'm keeping it this time <laughs> yeah they're lazy i like newfies but on the whole i'm not much for any dogs that slobber or are particularly messy i'm more of a, a neat dog smaller dog something that's Dirty enough that if it gets kicked by accident by a random person, it's probably going to be okay when you're walking, of course. But you can pick it up if you need to get up the escalator. It's not too heavy. Yeah, little dogs, people walking little dogs in the city, they just make me so nervous because there's so many people yeah. who are just oblivious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, that's one of the things about like little dogs. I'm just constantly worried they're going to get squished. I am not a little dog person in any sense of the word. It has to be at least, I don't know, I would say 35 pounds for me to consider it a dog. Otherwise, they're just a very cute stuffed animal. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there is something to be said about being able to pick up and bodily move your dog because eventually dogs age and getting them in and out of things like cars and stuff like that becomes a huge issue if you can't lift the weight. Yeah. Especially for the really, really giant breeds because... 
they don't always move a lot or have the joint strength to be able to jump places. So for um, so for a bit of context, I grew up with big dogs. So the smallest we had was a a lab basset mix, but otherwise Labradors and Newfoundlands. Newfoundlands are even at their like peak activity level are lazy little well I guess. they they don't move they go for a walk but they get bored or they get tired and they just don't feel like it anymore and so then you have to either wait or go get the car and they don't like to get into cars themselves you have to help them in they think they're little dogs and they just they don't like a lot of activity they like swimming but that's pretty much it and they also don't like anything unstable so you have to like sometimes half carry them for things like they wouldn't get on the scale at the vet because it moved underneath them that's fair i don't like to get on scales either yeah (laughs) i prefer mouth and ear thermometers as well wow that's a turn they have cool ones that scan your forehead now and they're so nice they do the one here they've been doing the wrists Uh, when i was a kid we had a a strip. You used to put a strip on your forehead and it would change color, like a mood ring. Mm-hmm. And like the higher up the red it got, the hotter your fever was. I remember that. I do not remember that, but sounds cool. Sorry, getting back to topic, I wanted to ask before we jump in fully, are we talking about in general or are we talking about an apartment? Are we talking about like a suburbs out in the country? Like I think we may have to narrow this down. <laughs> Because otherwise I have many differing opinions about housing size and pets. (laughs) I think we were just talking generically. Yeah, generically. I mean, for you, what would be the most hipster setting? Farmhouse. Loft conversion. Loft conversion. conversion. (laughs) But on the farm. You're in the farmhouse. Loft conversion. (laughs) That's a bit extreme. Yeah, that's a little bit extreme. My eventual plan someday is to retire early on a farm so I can ho- have horses and as many dogs as I would like to have. But while you're in while you're in your loft conversion. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> horses can't climb up into a loft conversion. Nah. No, a loft conversion is obviously a city location. That's the thing is you need to occasionally appropriately size your pet for your household. If you're living in a studio i would not suggest getting like a great pyrenees they need lots of space and things to herd and they do say things like you know great danes are great in the city because they're lazy and same with noofs yeah noofs too um so if you really feel like getting a giant breed but even with the giant breeds when they're young they're not supposed to do a lot of stairs so they're really not meant for living above the first floor especially when they're puppies yeah i think that's the bigger thing it's it's the activity level Mm -hmm. you really can't have a labrador in an apartment oh no no yeah and it doesn't matter like how often you go to the park they're just gonna be i think it's got to match the person too like i'm a pretty low energy person i'm pretty calm i I don't really think i could handle a dog that would need multiple walks a day or super long frisbee sessions Mm -hmm. the occasional one is good and of course daily you know to get them some exercise but I i could not handle a high energy dog any pet really not just dogs you need to look into what is required and whether or not it fits your lifestyle i'm very much on the research train it's incredibly important and one of my bigger pet peeves is people buying into fad dogs Mm -hmm. whatever's in at the moment without doing any research oh like the tickle me terriers (laughs) (laughs) 
need to learn about the breed. And do you have kids? Do you have other pets? What are your work hours? Mm-hmm. Do you have a dog that can sit at home by itself or not? And a lot of that also is personality. So just be, there are exceptions to every rule. Like mm-hmm. golden, the golden retrievers are supposed to be very calm, relaxed, good family dogs, very energetic. That's not every single one of them. So when you're purchasing a dog or getting someone from the kennel, you know, adopt, don't shop or whatever, whatever your feeling is on that. Just be aware that a dog does come with its own personality and you're going to have to deal with that. So think about that going in and like be willing to do, you know, an overnight or a test stay or have them be there for a week. I think that's the biggest thing is spending time. And when you're adopting from a shelter or something like that, obviously you're going to get, you're probably going to get a mixed breed or something, but spend time with dogs spend time with whatever animal you're looking at try to spend some time with them doing your research too if you're gonna if you really want to get a pure breed you really want to make sure that you're getting a reputable breeder Mm -hmm. otherwise you're just perpetuating really terrible breeding practices and if you're gonna take on an adoption one especially one from like a rescue shelter be prepared for the fact that they might not be they're not going to be perfect when no. you get them. Because I think so many people, they they mean well and they want to adopt from a shelter, but they don't pay attention to what that requires. And they're not ready for the higher level of, of training or work that they're going to have to put in to make that dog comfortable again. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of those things that's just also not going to happen overnight. If you get a skittish mm-hmm. dog from the shelter and you're like, three days in, you're like, I can't deal with this anymore, then that's not for you. It, and like, yeah. you need to know that and be willing to put the time and energy in to make them feel comfortable and have them trust again. <laughs> yeah. I think the other thing, too, that people forget when getting animals, especially if they get from a shelter because they think like, oh, it's cheaper. Any pet is going to have a cost associated with it. Mm-hmm. Food, care taking them to the vet, time commitments. You know, if you're going to go away, you've got to get a sitter. Maybe you've got to hire a dog walker or something like that. So just make sure you're you're ready for that commitment. Yeah. It's going to be a member of your of your household. Mhm. It's basically another kid or a kid yeah. if you don't have kids. I mean, they're not going to college, so that's off the the list of expenses, but I when I was getting Santino, my cat, I did do a little bit of research about how much it costs per year for a dog, a cat. One of our guys has a heart condition. So that means he has, besides his annual checkup, he has an extra checkup because he has to go in every six months. And he has medication that he takes twice a day. And he's fine with it. He thinks it's a treat. So he doesn't care. So we don't have that kind of issue. But when he was diagnosed with his heart condition, it was a lot of emergency vets and overnight stays and specialists. Um, so that was a, a big financial commitment. And now it's a continuing financial commitment outside of his normal food, regular vaccinations, toy obsession, <laughs> expensive treats. <laughs> but also, 
I wouldn't trade him. Oh, no. He's a member of our family. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. We took him on and whatever responsibilities that could result in. Mm-hmm. Santino, because he's a rescue, and this doesn't happen with all of them, but he was rescued a little bit older, is positive for feline herpes, which is extremely interesting because it presents itself as a upper respiratory infection in cats whenever it gets triggered. Hmm. But it does mean that I have stuff I'm adding to his food. And that's, you know, wasn't a part of my budget when I went in. Like, but I obviously would not trade him for the world and anything he needs or wants. I'm there for. Yeah. But there are unexpected costs that can be recurring. I do say that we probably spoil our boys with their expensive treats. But yeah, basically the takeaway is know what you're getting into, be thoughtful, and recognize that you're bringing... Another living creature that is distinct from you with its own personality, and you have to treat it and be prepared for it just like you would with a human being. Mm -hmm. Even if they're complete Even yes. when. Not <laughs> if. <laughs> when. <laughs> but I think a lot of the same stuff also goes for cats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think cats will have their own personalities. Some are more active. Some are more sedentary. So again, I tend to like a more sedentary cat because I'm a little more low energy. I think... Cats get a bad rap. People always think the cats are grumpy or aloof and they do this whole, you know, cats don't really need people, but they do. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's another thing where if you're not home enough for it, it's going to get upset and lonely. Yep. Our guys are mm -hmm. have absolutely been loving lockdown because we're here all the time and they are clingy. Mm -hmm. So this has been heaven for them. And when I'm working from home, they're... You know, even before lockdown, when Heritage Avocados used to be at work, they were my shadows. Everywhere I go in the flat, they're right behind me. Yep. I've been living with my mom during quarantine for part of it, and Santino's with her, and I have pet overnight stays that I've been doing lately, especially since it's summertime and people are going on vacation. He gets so mad at me when I'm gone for nights <laughs> on end, and he shows it. He's not aggressive or a biter or anything like that. He show or, oh my gosh, he does not vindictively pee or poop, which is the best thing ever. But it means that he won't let me pet him. And he'll like sit with my mom at night and be all over her and cuddle with her and stare at me while he does it. <laughs> and I know he's mad. So Algernon gives us the grump by purposely turning his back to us. Mm -hmm. So he'll sit with his back to you. He's like, you're just looking at the wall. This can't be fun for you. But it's just he's showing. He used to be a vindictive peer and a vindictive pooper. He got, he, he did grow out of that stage thank god he had to express his dislike of the lidded litter box he would purposely pee in the handle of the lid <laughs> which takes some balance as well and aim <laughs> yeah i mean you really have to be aiming yeah for, for that kind of result <laughs> and it was usually stupid things like i don't like the food you gave me or what do you mean i can't knock that down or somebody would come to cat sit him and how very dare they <laughs> how dare they come into my home to feed me and give me affection <laughs> oh the nerve they will test though because they know the rules and a new person will come in and they're like all right do you know the rules yeah and they're absolute jerks <laughs> we had a, a cat sitter like a hired cat sitter and she would take pictures and send them of how they were doing and Algernon was glaring at her while sitting on top of some of my work on my work table and he knows he's not allowed on the work table because if I've got artwork on the art on the table he's not allowed there he was right luckily it was not one he could damage but he was right on top of it oh my gosh staring at her like go ahead stop me <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, Santino's favorite trick is to act like he's never been fed in his entire life and be mm. extremely dramatic and get fed more than once. Nice. He's very good at it. <laughs> you need the sign for don't don't believe my I cat's do, lies. Did you say that? <laughs> he's been fed. Arthur's got like split personalities. It's not as bad as when he was little, but he still does it. He'll just be in a mood for no reason whatsoever. So normally he is the loviest guy. He wants to be like right up in your face. He wants to sit with you. He wants to watch TV with you. He wants to do all these things. But he would have days where he would just be, or like half a day, he'd just be in a mood. And what that results in is usually him like walking up to a table and just knocking everything off the table and looking at you and then walking away. (laughs) Or he'll decide like, this is the day he just doesn't like his brother. It's the weirdest thing. Now, I will say this though. uh, So for a while, we did think that because he's like the slightly more bully one. And we thought he was bullying Algy, who is smaller and a bit of a run. Then we found out that Algy is a sneaky little, Sneaky little b- I'm gonna have to bleep a lot. I'm sorry, guys. I'm having a night. Sneaky little provoker. Yeah. He would walk up. He still does this. When I say would, he did the other day. Goes up behind Arthur, grabs his back leg, and bites his ankle. <laughs> or hides behind doors and smacks him as he comes through. Why yeah. are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> then when Arthur turns well, on him and Arthur is bigger, then Algie pretends like, oh no, look, I'm getting bullied. Siblings, man. <laughs> There's some things uh-huh. that are universal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to job Kanatos did yell at them the other day. I don't care who started it. I just care that you're making ma- that you're making a lot of noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. If, if you can't tell, if you're the arbiter of justice and you can't tell who started the fight, you both get punished. You both go to timeout because then even the person that started it is getting punished, and then hopefully it deters things in future. I think it maybe is less effective with with cats. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, with siblings, my mom used to do this. Everyone gets the same thing, just in different colors. Mm -hmm. She did that with our boys. She got them the same toys. (laughs) They were balls. Same toys, just different colors. They can't play with those because one of them has to have both (laughs) and then growl at the other one. It's like, seriously, guys, there's one for each of you. Yeah. (laughs) Like going through withdrawal. Uh, Speaking of withdrawal, my cat's an angry drunk. (laughs) It's something that you don't really have to think about. But if he's on the catnip, he forgets to not put his claws out. He gets a little bitier. Like, he's a lazy lump, but he's kind of an angry lazy lump. So, especially when he was younger, I had to get all toys without catnip in it. Now, my mom's growing it in the yard, and it's all downhill from here, but... (laughs) I wish they would make more toys without catnip, because Arthur's an angry drunk, and he's an angry drunk in that he'll sit in the corner and literally just growl (laughs) at everything. The air, people, Mm. his brother other toys everything he'll just sit and and he'll just like quietly growl in the corner so we had to get rid of all catnip because it was becoming a problem but it's so hard to find toys that don't have catnip in them so hard so so hard it shouldn't be that difficult you know because there are a lot of cats that either react badly or they react badly but in the comical sense where you just really don't want to deal with it so thank you very much for the nice mouse that's going on top of the fridge because i can't i can't bring myself to throw it out but i can't give it to my cat Mm -hmm. and we can't give them to other people's cats because a lot of our friends have angry drunk cats as well (laughs) i record (laughs) secrets um i record in one of the extra bedrooms and it has a pack and play in it (laughs) how do we make how do how do we make that into a debut album? <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> Secrets? Wait, wait. Just like, haha, 
an ellipsis and then was secret. Se- wasn't Secrets uh, an album for Fleetwood Mac? And oh, that was Rumors. Rumors. Yep. Yep. Rumors. But ours is haha secret. You have to have the, the little haha <laughs> before it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's a pack and play in here for one of the grandkids. And I don't know why, but... <laughs> That's also a good. That's also a good something. There's a pack and play in here. It's like a parody Christmas song or something. Tino gets really, really high off catnip, jumps into it, and plays with the board books that are sitting in there and the blankets. I have no idea why, but the reason you can tell is his eyes are the size of saucers, and he's like forgotten to put his claws away. I'm just like, dude, why here? Of all the places you could go to, why the pack and play? This is clearly the cool place to hang out. Scratch and sniff. Yeah. And honestly, for all those people who are haters on cats, I firmly believe the saying that you're not a cat liver until you you're not a cat lover until you own a cat. You're not a cat liver. You're not a cat liver. <laughs> you're not a cat liver. <laughs> Goodness gracious, I can't speak today. Well, I think there's a stereo is a stereotype that there's cat people and dog people. And what I think it really is, is it's a fundamental misunderstanding of the other mm-hmm. type of animal from what you naturally are prone to. So generally speaking, dogs are more outgoing and you can approach them a little more aggressively. Obviously, you need to be careful and read the dog's body language before you put your hand in their face, uh, just in case. But cats, you can't do the same thing necessarily. So I had a coworker that once said, all cats hate me. And I said, well, how do you greet the cat? And she said, like this, and then ran up at it as if she was going to like pick a toddler up. Most cats are not going to react to that. You have to be quiet, calm, stationary, let them sniff you, let them come to you. They need to assess that you are an okay person, that you're not going to suddenly make a random movement or do something weird before you can approach them <laughs> in, a, in a more friendly manner. And dogs are the same way. Not all dogs respond to the, oh, look, a, look yeah. a dog and get excited. You just have to read the body language of the animal, same way you would with a child. You yeah. don't know what they're like. Mm-hmm. You haven't gotten permission from their owner probably. And a lot of dogs will see that as threatening. You are larger than them. Mm -hmm. You are coming at them and sometimes smiling, which to them looks like you're baring your teeth. So honestly, you should be approaching a dog you don't know calmly and asking for permission and Mm -hmm. letting them sniff you first before you do anything. Absolutely. Sometimes I think when people say that they're dog people or cat people, it's more a reflection on them than actually the type of animal they're better off around. What you're saying is, I need something that is going to give me a lot of attention, or I'm pretty cool sitting here, letting something else take its time coming to me. You know, this uh, segues into that quiz that we took. It does. (laughs) Oh, it does. Smooth, right? I know. (laughs) Smooth like brown butter. Also, uh, speaking of cats, I don't know how he's doing it, but Algernon is making noise on the chair behind me. Like, he's about five times his size. Tino has a (laughs) gift of sounding like a herd of elephants. He sounds like a large dog, and he's... 12 pounds. So here's something that I was not ready for during all of lockdown. So since Heritage Avocado Toast has obviously been in the house as well, and he's not normally when I'm working from home. I'm house trained. (laughs) Took a while though. Took took quite a few months right at the start of lockdown. It was rough, rough times. Every day was a gamble. (laughs) But I didn't realize how heavy our cats walk. Mm -hmm. So there have been times that I thought he was coming into the room and then there's no one there. And I realize it's because I'm looking at, you know, human adult male height instead of on the floor. And Mm -hmm. actually, it's just one of our cats. Yep. (laughs) 
Santino sounds like he is on par with my mom's like almost a hundred pound dogs. I have a theory. He sounds like both of them together. Yeah. When he runs down the stairs by himself. Does he also launch? Because they clearly from the crashing they make, sometimes they launch themselves down like a few of the steps. He likes to parkour. So he'll run at a wall and bounce off it and like continually uh. bounce off walls. It, it's mm. the most insane thing. I don't know how he manages it, but... Oof. Arthur parkoured off Heritage Avocado's chest one time. <laughs> uh, he hasn't done that again since. <laughs> that's, that's probably good. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, my my reaction must have been pretty bad. Like, 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 don't ever do he that again because he hasn't. So what was your theory, Heritage Avocado Toast? That the reason they sound like a herd of elephants is obviously cats and dogs, generally speaking, both have four legs, but I feel like the cats move them much faster. So it sounds like something bigger is coming through the forest than actually is. I don't know how they do it. More footfalls per second. I swear they put more weight behind each paw as well. Because when they stand on you, it's like you're not that heavy, but Mm. it's the really painful tiny little spots pressed into you. Yeah. (laughs) How? I sometimes think that they run i have no way to actually prove this but it sounds almost like a horse's gallop where there's only one foot landing at a time it's very rapid but there's only one Mm -hmm. foot and so all of their weight is going onto that one foot making them sound much heavier than they are yeah with our guys we can tell the difference between them walking because algernon is a bit of a runt and his legs are abnormally short for his body and his back legs do not bend like normal so he pretty much always runs and walks like a kitten who's never quite worked out how to use all of their legs individually so he kind of when he's running it's more of a hop so you can tell who is running most of the time (laughs) we're never going to get this quiz done if we don't share our results yes okay this quiz who wants to go first who wants to go first jinx yeah (laughs) i'm trying not to owe anyone any soda (laughs) jinx the debut album (laughs) that would be a good debut album yes it would that is that too, like, real, though? That sounds like it could be, like, a real yeah, album. Yeah, sometimes it's all about it. Sometimes it's about being being more real. Are we about authenticity, yeah. though? We're always authentic. Yeah. How do you spell Jinx? J-I-N-X or J-Y-N-X? J-I-N. Crumb Jinx full album. Oh, are you looking up to see if we're, uh... Oh, I'm sure somebody something Jinx. Yeah. Mm. Must have. A band called Crumb the Band has a, a called Jinx. I still like Secrets. Jinx Secrets? <laughs> It sounds it sounds like a knockoff of rumors and I like it so <laughs> Secret Jinx. Secret Jinx. <laughs> Secret high jinx. Alright, I, I, I don't think I should go first. Alright. Measure down Jackie yeah, Sure, I'll go. Um as no one probably is surprised by this, I'm a dog. <laughs> Oh, okay. it okay. says you're a loyal friend and get a bit too excited when you go outside. <laughs> I mean, we, we do have to bring plastic bags. I know, right? I, I, it honestly kind of checks as someone who's an introvert and kind of has to turn it on when, like, turn on the personality when I'm going places and like being around other people. It kind of makes sense for me. <laughs> we also have to stop you from jumping on people a lot. Oh my god, I do it all the time. Thanks so much for reminding me. <laughs> There was that time you came in from the rainy day. Oh my gosh, the walls are still recovering. Oh, you just shook everywhere. Oof, full body. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what about you, cold brew kombucha? All right, so I am, and I don't think this is going to be a surprise, a cat. Meow. It says, you're chilled out and love to nap. That's not entirely true. I don't love it. It just happens. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not a choice. You don't nap so much as like you're just tired at the end of the day, so you might fall asleep earlier. But you're not like yeah. a cat nap kind of person. No, I just like I don't nap. I just like will occasionally doze off, especially if one of the cats sits on me because they are nap beasts. Dude, it's some kind of narcotic. I don't know what it is, but as soon as I have a cat on my lap, like mm-hmm. instant nap time. Mm-hmm. The warm and the purring. And sometimes, like if I put a blanket, especially in the winter, if I put a blanket on me while I'm sitting, then they look at me like, oh. <laughs> Oh, it's nap time. It's not nap time. Yes, it's nap time. (laughs) Also, my little picture says, I think it's time for treats. Mm -hmm. Mine's a puppy with sunglasses. (laughs) Oh, it says, give me a biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) Do love a good biscuit. (laughs) Both the American and British sense. (laughs) Yes. All right. right. Heritage avocado toast. Share with the class. Okay. I am a goldfish. (laughs) What? (laughs) It says... You're a goldfish. You can't resist a trip to the pool. What? What? That's the complete opposite of you. (laughs) I even specifically said that I don't like the pool on one of the questions. (laughs) You hate pools. But I guess everything else is goldfish related. At the risk of ruining our secret tell, we were discussing this after watching the last round of BuzzFeed Unsolved. Heritage Avocado Toast did say that his secret tell to let me know that he was in trouble before he went missing saying would be to say that he's going for a swim that's very fair <laughs> that's very fair that's something i would never ever say how do you know he's been kidnapped i'm glad you remembered this because i completely forgot about the uh the, the secret <laughs> arrangement <laughs> So yeah, if the investigators would ever say, uh, oh, well, he said he was going to the pool. No, he wasn't going to the pool. <laughs> he would never. <laughs> he was running from somebody. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how I failed this quiz so so horribly or how this. No, I don't know how this quiz failed me so horribly. There we go. What's your little thought bubble say? Got a towel. <laughs> wow. Just why? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I really, now I want to know what your answers were. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, we'll have to discuss them later. Yeah. But yes, so there we go. Speaking of fish, though, they're a pretty common pet, especially for kids and when kids are in the house. Mm-hmm. And I had goldfish growing up and they were they were fun. Quite a few, unfortunately, don't last very long. But we ended up with four that lasted the better part of a decade. They last so long that either <laughs> don't last a week or they last 10 years. There is no in between. Yeah, you either can't keep them alive or you can't kill them. Mm-hmm. The thing with the fish is cleaning the tank and keeping it clear is a lot of work. And it's not even just like, oh, I have to take the cat pans and scoop them into either a bin or if it's flushable. No, you have to siphon off like half the water into a bucket. And you, you might have your fish tank like in the middle of the living room, which could be carpeted. It's just, you gotta be ready to take care of the fish. It's a lot. And then you have to bag them and then you have to keep them in the bag in the new environment to make sure that they go back to temperature of the new mm-hmm. uh, new yeah. aquarium. Yeah. Aquarium. Sure. It's in, it's an insane amount of work to clean a fish tank. Yep. We had fish growing up, and because it was so obnoxious to clean the fish tank, my parents got a catfish, because they're <laughs> supposed to scavenge, and it's supposed to make things easier. Mm-hmm. However, this catfish, one of the fish had died in the middle of the night, and he decided to take a bite out of it. And he then developed a taste for fish. Yeah. So he then proceeded to kill off all the other fish systematically in the tank. So we would come down, like, we came down one 
morning to like half a fish. It was really, it was really horrific experience. But because he decided he liked fish, he stopped bottom feeding and therefore cleaning the tank, which defeated the whole purpose of having him. Cat failure. So he just killed off all of his tank mates and then like lived in this swampy muck. And my mom was so mad at him by this point that she stopped cleaning the tank in the hopes that he would just die because... He just he was he was literally a serial killer of a fish, mm-hmm. which led to this like fish tank in our family room, so like the den area, where it was just this murky thing, and every once in a while this like creepy fish face would just show up at the glass. It was it was something out of a horror film. It really was. He also got very big. Like, oh, you he bought him at a huge. very small size, and once he was through serial he grew, killing, <laughs> he yeah, huge. he grew way bigger than he was supposed to, and he killed everything. Is oh no, no, they'll never attack another fish. That is absolute. Well, maybe it's but, not bull. Maybe he really was psycho. I'm maybe he sure was some like serial killer reincarnated. Fish. By nature, like in the wild, I don't think they. I, I, I don't think they're like a, a, they're not like a barracuda predator fish. But I'm pretty but sure I didn't think they, they do, were supposed to kill other fish. Other like fish. he was killing fish that at the time were not that much bigger than him. It was it was horrific. Okay, so <laughs> the research department is <laughs> Google autofill. So what do catfish eat? And I didn't get to eat. So we have what do catfish? What does catfish mean? What does catfish taste like? Delicious. What do Cory catfish eat? We didn't eat our pet. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Dad threatened, but... Oh it's, ch- oh, it's changed my thing. It was says, oh yeah. What do catfish use to search numbers? What? Google? Oh, are they talking yeah. about like a person catfish? Yes. I uh-huh. got you. So if you want to be a catfish, here's where you get all your telephone numbers from. Jeez. I'm trying to think of a good search engine fish pun. Fishing for answers. Come back to me on this one. But yeah, no. Um, fish are, are great. They're, they're fine. We had fish growing up. Uh, my sister bred guppies for a while. She's not uh, an animal person, but... Yeah, cat- most catfish will eat other fish. Yeah. But not, not, the, not the same in a predatory way like a shark. They just, if there's a smaller fish that's in the way, it's at risk. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have reptiles and things like snakes where you you, you don't just buy them like fish flakes or pellets or for hamster food or whatever. No, you're you're buying generally larger and alive things like worms, crickets, mice that you're then feeding your pets. I mean, there's a whole discussion to be had there, but I don't particularly like those kinds of pets, the reptiles and things like that. Yeah, I am not an amphibian reptile person at all. Um, We had one growing up for a bit that my sister had rescued from her science lab at school. The teachers didn't mind? uh, No, I think they ordered a couple extra and then didn't use them. So they sent them home with students. For me, that was Arbor Day trees. They named him Derek. I was the last one at school. They had a lot of trees to offload. So I came home with about 20 trees to my parents (laughs) to like. So that's how we got all the trees on our front on on the on our property. So hey. Oh, well there you go. But anyways, he would not they do actually make canned crickets and he would not eat canned crickets. He would only eat live crickets. I've heard that before. Dear oh, goodness. But if one gets away and like lives in your oh, house, the that's worst. it. Yep. And then they just sing and you can't find them because they're tiny and it's just so gross to deal with. Like I am not a bug person in general. I'm now itching against my seat just thinking about 
about it. Um, <laughs> but that was, I don't know. He was with us for, I'd say, probably about a year. And then um, but the cricket. He, he matured. No, the crickets were there for longer. <laughs> <laughs> he matured and started singing the song of flirtation. And so my mom let him go in a local pond, which, quite frankly, considering he was eating live meals and wouldn't eat anything else, he was probably pretty safe to live on his own. And my mom told us that he needed mm. to go find a girlfriend because his throaty noises were really, really loud. Yeah. My brother had uh, frogs that were like the grow from tadpoles. Super dude. But Super dude never lost his tail. Uh, Super dude was a mutant. Maybe it was our house. <laughs> I think it's your house. <laughs> I'm starting to see a trend. I'm just, I mean, I know a lot of people do love reptiles and amphibians and that's their thing. And if that's that's your vibe, like totally go for it. But not my thing. And then there's the, the rodent style where you have the hamsters guinea pigs. I'm going to lump ferrets in there, although I, I don't, you know, a little different, but the smaller furry cage-like, yeah, you want a wheel, you want um, a tube, they run around, those kinds of, we never had any of those, but they generally smell a bit, from my they experience. They do. Yeah, we had mice for a bit. It did annoy mom that, she, as she put it, she was putting traps for mice in the basement and feeding the mice upstairs. That's understandable. Um, mm. We had 8 million guinea. We went through a slew of guinea pigs for a while because uh, I wanted a guinea pig and then it just kind of spiraled from there. Um, and I would say guinea pigs over mice or hamsters because they're much more like handleable. They're a lot more fun to take out and play with. I think so. I agree. But that does not solve the smell issue. Mm. No, that's the problem with rodents is actually, yeah, the smell is really bad. Mm -hmm. Also, they're nocturnal. So yeah. <laughs> my brother's my brother has had a few robo hamsters and they just you can't have anything squeaky in their cage because they will just run all night long. Do they have laser eyes? Yeah, they did. He did have a rabbit as well. I mean, that was after I moved here that he got the rabbit. Peanut. Peanut was aggressive for cuddles. Yeah. If you did not give Peanut attention, Peanut would make a lot of noise. <laughs> <laughs> and rabbits can make a surprising amount of noise. Yes. Yeah, they got a squeal to them. Yeah. I guess I guess you'd call it a squeal. I don't know. He would kick things to get your attention. Well, I mean, it's what their back legs are pretty good at. <laughs> that general kicking, jumping motion. All right, I got it. The fish search engine is Wahoo. It is a type of fish, but it also plays on Yahoo. All right. <laughs> You're welcome. How long did that take? <laughs> <laughs> We'd already like passed the subject and everything. Oh my gosh. Worth it. <laughs> Can you use Guppy instead of Google? No, I like this one better. <laughs> Eel to Vista? <laughs> well, I always wanted, and I almost got one, was a bird. Mm. Also can be quite smelly, the cages. Yeah, but that is like the one pet. We've had, we've had, well, my brother's had turtles, we've had frogs, we had guinea pigs, mice, cats, dogs. My brother had a rabbit. Squirrel. Yeah, but that was just until it <laughs> recovered, and then they re-released it into the wild. But yeah, never had a bird. I've sent you guys a um, an interesting search result that came up when uh, looking for images of dogs with birds. Not hunting dogs, you know. But, uh, just uh, tell me what you think of uh, <laughs> Is it a, this it's in the a bird dog? 
Yeah. It's oh. birds with dog heads. That's so weird. That's a whole vibe. I like the Weimaraner and the Blue Jay mix. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> a Weimar Jay? <laughs> a Weimar Jay. That's so bizarre. <laughs> oh, so hello, Arthur. Grumpy. He is grumpy because he had to go to the vet today. Oh, no. That's the worst. And he didn't just have to go for his regular checkup. He had to get his booster shots as well. And it made him a very unhappy camper. So he's now apparently forgiven Heritage Avocado Toast for taking him this morning. But he was not talking to us. It's for your own health, buddy. We do it because we care. So, uh, speaking of hipster cats, do we want to give a plug for an upcoming segment on the blog? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if you head over to hipsteratthome.co.uk, you'll see that we've put up a Which Hipster Cat Are You quiz. Ooh. Obviously, our cats are just as hipster as we are. Mm-hmm. But they're all different types of hipsters. So, if you head over and take our quiz, you'll find out which hipster you are, and therefore which cat you you best fit. I feel like they should do that in <laughs> in a rescue. There should be a rescue that's just called, like, quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> you just take the quiz to match up with your... Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They, yep. don't po- they don't post any photos of who they have available. They just, like, have a number of cats and number of dogs, and then you have to take a quiz, and that's who you match up with the best. Yes. A lot of effort, but it might be fun. I think what it really comes down to, though, with any pet is finding one that matches your personality, mm-hmm. whether or not you've got a quiz to do it. They always help. Yeah. I mean, there's like there's lots of them out on the internet. You might find something out, like you are no longer deathly afraid of water. Yeah. Now you're really good at swimming. <laughs> I didn't know that about myself until tonight. So there we go. Progress. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Who needs therapy? We just need internet quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But do your research. And know what fits your lifestyle. How Mm -hmm. much time do you have? What's your expendable income? Because the last thing you want to do is take in an animal and then not be able to care for it. Well, I think we've really batted around a few different options for pets. Like we said, do your research if you're looking for a pet out there. Or just hang out with your friend's pets. Or with your friends and treat them like pets. Whatever floats your boat. Friends with pet (laughs) pets. Friends with pet pets. So if you liked what you were listening to today, give us a rating. Remember to follow us and head over to the blog for more content at hipsteratthome.co.uk and take our Which Hipster Cat Are You quiz. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye now. All right, let's go. All right. I'm a busy man.